You're listening to the Construction Big Breakfast, where we give you a hearty serving of insider tips and business strategies to help fuel your day so you can thrive in the construction industry. Hello and welcome to the final ever episode of the Construction Big Breakfast. But don't worry folks, that doesn't mean the end of the podcast, that just means a change of direction for us here at Invent. And to tell us all about that, it is our founding directors, Tim Fitch and Brendan Moran. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, hi, thanks Ben. Morning Ben. Uh, so I guess it is traditional, so we should start for the last ever time asking the all important question, what did you have for breakfast? Well, you've just seen me eat it. I bought a, a bacon roll, brown sauce, of course, from Jude, the uh, taxi shack, Russell Square. Brendan? And it is getting a bit tedious, I know, but I once again had my porridge. Um, many times I've been having that at home, but recently I've been calling into our friend Aaron over at Sauce and Pepper, so I had a half hour reading the paper and having my porridge there. So. Uh, Creature of habit. You've both done better than I. I haven't had anything yet, so uh, I'll try and sneak something in after well, this. We are, we are early. We'll, we'll, we'll use that as, a, as an excuse, and uh, the trains are rubbish, so <laughs> it's a struggle to, to get in in time to have anything else. So this is the 98th episode of the podcast. Uh, we've had 81 guests, believe it or not, and um, amazingly, and I don't know when you two were sat here, sort of 98 episodes ago, you thought we'd achieve it, but we've had 1.3 million views um, over that time. So if you reflect back on where we were for that first episode and where we've got to, um, has the podcast achieved what you wanted it to when we set off? Are you, um, sort of, has it grown bigger than you thought it would? Have you been impressed with the guests and the quality of the conversations we've had? And has anything really stuck out uh, through those 98 episodes for you? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go first. Um, the, we had no idea, I think is the answer. Because when we started it three years ago, we, we probably had the idea a year or two before. We just didn't have the wherewithal to, to do it. So when we started, we, yeah, would it last three years? I don't think I thought that. Uh, would we do nearly 100 episodes in three years? I couldn't conceive that. Would we have one fourteen hundred subscribers and one point four million views? No, so we didn't. At least I didn't have. I didn't have that sort of ambition or vision for it. Uh, so it, it's been uh, in that sense an amazing success, and there's a massive body of work there which I think we should all be quite proud of, because the content on the whole is good. Um, and we've had some amazing guests, you know, people that uh, we'd known a long time. So they were telling stories about the past and how, how we met and what they're doing now and how their careers have progressed, which I think is really interesting for people, particularly younger people, to people from all over the world, but of course uh, a whole bunch of people from Canada who... Um, have given a really great perspective uh, on a, a, a country that speaks a, a similar language to us, uh, has some aspects of the culture which are the same, but it's different. They've certainly they got a very different um, set of problems to us. Um, and I think that that has been something for, we, I didn't conceive of that either, really, that, that we, we, we would get that. 
so I'm, overall I'm looking back on it I'm very pleased with what we've managed to do and it's good stuff it's good stuff if people haven't there's if you scroll through the episodes you I'm sure you'll find something that's of interest no matter where you are in the industry mm-hmm. Brendan your thoughts different I knew it was going to be success right from the outset I mean once you've got this man beside you in front of the camera and people listening to it, it's bound to take off in fact I'm surprised it's only 1.4 million um, <laughs> but no seriously I, I think uh, Tim's hit on an important point we, we spoke about this for a long time and we were always of the view we wanted to get excellence in this and we were talking about getting studios and all that and then we it, it was just decided in amongst us well let's, let's start and improve in use and and I think the next evolution of this needs to take this to, to another level, which I know we'll talk about um, later. But from my point of view, um, I think it has been very satisfying. I think it's a good point that you made there. Did you say 81 guests mm-hmm. in 98 ad, uh, episodes? I think the good thing is that the proportion of external guests was important, but we've also had some good internal debates on the podcast as well. So I think it's shown the talent within the team. Um, it's been very pleasing when you're out and about that people do refer to it, so it does get noticed. So from a brand profile point of view, that's good. But from a, a conversation maker, it's been even even better, and that's that's been very pleasing. One of the objectives that we had always set ourselves was to provide tips and insights to people in the construction sector. On reflection, we never did that explicitly, but when I do reflect on what we did, there was an awful lot of really good implicit tips and advice in what was imposed either from ourselves or from our guests and the conversational nature of the podcast I think is something that we should and our guests should be very very proud of um, and I think it's 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 there it's in the can it's for history it's something that can, can be referred back to um, I know a lot of people that have come on podcasts is their first experience of it they've gone on to do podcasts themselves or have been more uh, encouraged to be involved in podcasts in the future. So I think it's opened up people's minds as well to the power of, of this, if the content is right. Um, so I think it's, um, I'm, I'm very, very pleased with, with it and quite proud of it. So uh, it's now how do we use that as a foundation for the next level. I think one of the things that shouldn't be overlooked as well, it would have been very easy uh, for it to, um, uh, to not happen with COVID. Um, you know, that being able to quickly change to how can we do this virtually how can we keep it going how can we get people on and i think people sort of enjoyed the the change of pace and the ability to still sort of share the good stuff that they're doing uh, during those times as well was was important for our guests well not to overplay it we shouldn't ever forget that there were some people going through some pretty difficult and lonely times there mm. and i know we had our, our own internal breakfast every morning to keep in touch but things like these podcasts it just does bring a different perspective and different reality into people's lives as well so you know that wasn't the primary objective but it, you know there was some added value associated with that as well hmm. uh, just to pick up on a couple of your points uh, Brendan there, there are one or two episodes in there which are labelled as you know insights into certain things I mean I, I know there's probably business development there's another one on networking which are obviously related there's lots of stuff on BIM and digitisation so I don't think we actually produced something that was a hundred percent you know like a classroom Mm. lecture but a lot of those conversations were directed towards 
depending on who the guest was, drawing out their secret mm-hmm. source or mm-hmm. their their magic dust, whatever you want to call it, or their insights into these things. And it's there. So scroll through it. There's 98 to look at. Um, <coughs> the earlier ones, we changed the way we, we labelled them. The, the early ones are about the content. They're labelled around the content. The more recent ones are focused on the guest's name. But nevertheless, the, there is quite a lot. There's a lot there. And they're roughly 30 minutes each, so there's 50 hours of content. You can get a master's degree if you study that. Maybe we should uh, offer a qualification in the construction of Big Breakfast. No, very true. Or mastermind. Yeah, it could be a, it could be a topic on mastermind. <laughs> 60 questions. How many questions can you answer on the, uh, the content of yeah. the Big Breakfast? Well, there you go. I've seen stranger things on Mastermind, if I'm honest. I mean, just just a, another point on that is, um, and it's partly linked with our strategic change and the, and the new podcast that you'll be referred to later. But all of our discussions might have started off on a specific, um, it might be product related or, or construction related. But very quickly it turned off into the personal story and the business story. Mm. And of course the personal story and the business story transcend all sectors. And I think that's what was particularly interesting to me is how there are a lot of similarities. And you can focus on the differences but it's about the similarities and how do you get that excellence in, in what is similar and how can you transfer them from business to business and from sector to sector. Certainly and that's I, what I think is the excitement for the future for us. No, certainly I ended up referring to other podcasts within podcasts yeah. because yeah. of the similarities in the conversations. Uh, so the podcast that you guys have been involved with or that you've sort of watched and listened to um, over the over the years, does anything, a particular episode stand out to you or a particular sort of nugget of knowledge that you picked up along the way that stands out as something that um, sort of stayed with you <coughs> more than others maybe? Well, I've been looking at them. It's hard to pick one on its own, so I'll have to choose a few. I was, there's one which is sort of, Ricardo Cosentino, who's, um, he's Canadian now, although he started off Italian. And someone I knew, he worked for me 25 years ago uh, as a site engineer. And the railways and his story about how he's ended up being the EVP of SNC Leveland looking after their billions and billions of dollars worth of uh, PPP projects uh, <coughs> was an amazing story and it was great to you know, touch base again with someone who I sort of kept in touch with but uh, probably lost track of in the last 10 years and then you know I met him in uh, Toronto and we had him on the podcast when he's, because he's part of the time, he's in the UK now. So that was that was one that st- stood out for me. We had Steve Fox, you know, <coughs> yeah, at the time he was the outgoing CEO of BAM. He'd obviously, BAM Nuttall, he'd got some Steve Fox insights into the industry, which are, he's, at least he's got robust views. You may not agree with them, but uh, that one, of course, was done remote because it was done during lockdown. So they're two for me, which I can remember Brilliant. very clearly. I think um, if I think about it, it's probably the extremes that probably uh, most memorable for me. I, I can remember, and we 
we laugh about it internally, but we had a, an internal about concrete, which um, one could, could laugh, but it was very technical and very specific. Um, but then on the other end of the spectrum, we had, um, as you know, as a business, we support charities. So we've supported a Paralympic athlete. We support the Salon charity. So we've had um, Casey George done leaving here with her gold medals. We've had Father Pat Divine in here. And when you speak about Casey, you know, what she's achieved from a personal point of view through all adversity, and compare that with business challenges, when you look at the conflict resolution that Father Pat's had to deal with from a humanitarian point of view and compare that with the mm -hmm. collaboration challenges we have in, in business, that sort of juxtaposition I thought was really interesting. It showed the breadth of, of the relationships that we have, what we do, and the people that we, we know and, and the subject matter that, that we cover. Um, and how you can always draw this similarity, but also then what's the difference that can make the the, the difference to, to your future. So I think it's really those extremes that I remember more than, than some of the, the specifics. But without exception, in, I generally can't think of an exception where they weren't good, comfortable conversations. It wasn't about point scoring, it was, it was almost forgetting about other people listening or there was a camera over there. It was really getting into interesting conversations and debates and uh, long may that continue yeah no i don't think i've done a, a podcast where you know the guests are sat there going on what are we going to talk about for half an hour and then been surprised yeah. when the half an hour yeah. is gone i yeah. mean it does is it's always been very easy to have a conversation with all our guests and the internal ones as well you, mm. you know uh, we're all very proud of what we do here and all our guests are proud of what they've been doing and mm. um have uh, really, I think, appreciated the opportunity to, to share those insights and, and share the good things that they've been doing. Um, so, like we said, sort of this start, this is the last uh, big breakfast. And that's <coughs> because of a uh, sort of change of emphasis that we're going through as an organisation here at Inven uh, and uh, uh, want to focus more broadly on innovation um, as an organisation and as a topic. So the Construction Big Breakfast will um, sort of stop and uh, our new podcast uh, and do keep an eye out for the uh, first new episode in a month or so probably uh, will be Innovation Deciphered. So Tim, Brendan, do you want to share your thoughts on why yeah. the yeah. change in emphasis? Well, there's a few reasons. Um, so as we've talked about, we've done 98 episodes. We've been going three years. So season four is going to be uh, Innovation Deciphered and we, we start filming on Monday we've got a very very exciting guest and as you might guess it's all about innovation all things innovation and the reason for that is that as, as Brendan mentioned uh, a little while ago I think one of the, as the, our business has matured and we've, we've dealt with hundreds of businesses now not just in construction, but obviously the vast majority. You, and all of those guests who, not all of them are directly in construction, but they're in, they might have, they're touching it, but they're, they're doing other things as well. Uh, we've learned that, you know, it, the innovations that we look for in construction companies, the process by which we look at them, that works in other sectors and we've tried it in the fashion sector and if you want to see we've got another podcast series luxury insights which 
does this but for the fashion sector. And it, it became clear to us that our sort of insights and knowledge about how businesses work and how innovation works within businesses uh, would have broader appeal than just construction. And so construction is our core, and it probably always will be. <coughs> We're going to move our business more towards innovation management uh, and broaden its broaden the appeal to the marketing uh, to all sectors. For those reasons, really, we we think there's something there for us to offer. There's, it's a, I think the in you know. The, Innovation means finding an idea there and applying it there. Uh, we've always brought ideas into construction. Well, I'm sure construction can take ideas to other sectors, and of course, all the sectors can learn from each other. So that's 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 the strategic direction we're taking the business, and hence the podcast. Brendan, anything to add? Well, I think um, it's the very tenet of, of how this business was founded, and I know the belief of everyone in the business is that with limited resource, you've always got to be looking at the competition. And if you are going to compete with that limited resource, you've got to come up with something different. And therefore, everything that is different starts off with thinking about doing things in a different way, which leads to innovation. And therefore, we just have always seen this as a strategic advantage anyway. Um, we've done a, a lot internally to, to ensure that we are better able to exploit innovation internally. We see too many examples externally where there are great ideas that aren't being properly exploited, either through lack of a system or lack of a culture. And therefore, we see this as being a big opportunity for the businesses that we know and the businesses that we are looking forward to getting to know very soon to try and be, help that become more systemic in their business so that uh, they grow and we grow together. And it's just exciting because you're talking about new stuff rather than old, oh, tried, tested, and doom and gloom. And why is it always this way? Mm. Oh, that's not what we want to spend our time on. We want to think about the excitement of the future and yes. how we make things better. It is. Uh, I mean, you're right. You know, innovation is exciting. It's interesting. Um, but I also think sort of uh, quite misunderstood um, in how to uh, approach it, apply it, and make best use of good good ideas. Uh, good hunches, thoughts, and sort of you know the overcoming of problems that we so often uh, have to undertake on a day to day. It's actually well, how do you turn that into something valuable long term? Uh, which I think is something that isn't well understood in terms of a, a, like you say a system and a process. Mm. Um, and that's hopefully what we can help decipher. We can help people understand how to do some of this through as we've been doing. Over the last 98 episodes, hearing good stories, sharing insights, um, and uh, with this real focus on innovation. Yeah, so we're hoping that this podcast will be the Rosetta Stone for innovation. Just thought that one out. That's a good innovation. <laughs> as long as it's indigenous, you know. That we... <laughs> so, yeah, but, but I think that is a, you know, we want to be, if, most businesses have great people in them who have good ideas or ideas and the whole point of being able to uh, but a good idea is not worth anything until unless you do something with it a you've got to know someone's had a good idea and then you've you've got to go through a process to say well drop the ones which are 
look good on paper, but or at least mm-hmm. the good good up here. But once you look at it, perhaps aren't so good. Uh, and then work out how to exploit it. But the, the and of course that's partly process, it's partly culture because you know we've come. I don't know, everyone's come across plenty of people. You know the frustrated geniuses who have all these great ideas and no one ever listens to them. Or at least they think no one ever listens to them. Uh, and nothing ever happens. Mm-hmm. And of course. Uh, not every good idea can be turned into money if none of them are then there's a big problem so that's what we're hoping to get going and I think I think the the point of all of this is this isn't just wooliness and nice academic thinking this is about saying well look there's a commercial realism realism to this you've got to make sure there's a perceived return on this but also if the return is so good and you can't afford to do it yourself how do you attract finance to do it? And as well as that, how do you improve your own balance sheet so you can do more of it in the future? So it, it brings that virtuous circle around that you know, this is about good business sense and how do you bring all aspects to, to bear on that rather than just have a good idea, a good process, but you don't have the wherewithal to exploit it. Yeah, and one of the, you know, the failures of um, an innovation process that most organisations have is they jump straight to the big idea rather than actually, well, how can I make my idea small enough that I can test it for 100, 100 pounds mm. sort of thing. You know, what parts do I have here? How can I make that big idea a small idea enough to test the problem in the first place to prove that it's a good idea? But also, it's also having that strong network of what is the market likely to want and need, mm-hmm. but also what are the finances interested in backing or not, you know, because everything runs in cycles and fashion, so it's just being attuned to the timing of when he's right. And in tune to the timing of when is it right to ask those questions. Yes. Um, Because, you know, again, um, it's about, everything's about timing in some ways. It's about, you know, you've got to make sure you've got a good idea before you ask those questions, because if you ask those questions too early, you might not have decided, you might have not found out that it is a good idea. Mm. But these are the type of things that we will I explore think that's point. They're, in far they're the more discussions, detail. Yeah. Um, and um, I'm interested, very excited. I mean, we've been through a bit of an innovation journey ourselves mm-hmm. um, over the last what, six, eight months, where we've sort of, you know, researched best practice, try to understand what good looks like, not just in construction, but across the board. We've sort of implemented a much better system and process internally that I think we're starting to see the fruits of our labour, as it were, with some things that we're turning into uh, tangible, tangible outputs. So hopefully our learning and other learnings can be everyone's learnings. And some good news to announce shortly, please God. Hopefully, hopefully, but yeah, I mean, unofficially, tomorrow. Um, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll watch, see. Watch this space. Watch this space. Hopefully, uh, London Build Expo, if you're going to be there at the Olympia on the 17th of November, uh, we might be sort of... Uh, shaking hands about something but we'll see we might have to edit this bit out Ashton we'll see how that goes <laughs> was that a sufficient teaser? <laughs> um, I think uh, we're sort of uh, fast running out of time um, so any what are your hopes for season 4 as you call it Tim? well I know because uh, Ashton's been very working very hard on <coughs> uh, the format Including, you know, the production quality is going to be higher. Uh, we've got some great, great guests lined up. First one's an absolute corker. Again, that's another teaser. Um, 
So you'll have to wait for it to be published in a few weeks' time. But I I just think we're going to, with what we've learned with the construction of Big Breakfast, we're going to take it to the next level. We've got some great guests. It's got a great theme now, Innovation Deciphered. Uh, and I'm sure we'll get even more views and we'll get lots and lots of subscribers because it's, yeah, there's going to be some great, great content. Yeah, I think from my point of view, we said that we we've got a lot out of doing this, and we'll continue to have a lot, get a lot out of doing this. But that's only half the story. What really matters is if the people who follow us are getting something out of this. So, what do I really look forward to? I, I'm I'm looking for, in the future, our guests and our listeners having this sort of a conversation about the value of the podcast, rather than just us talking about it, so that they can refer to times when they receive something that was a real catalyst for them to do something different. You know, it was a point in time that they changed the way they operated as a result of conversations they've heard from us because then we've really achieved something. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, on that, you know, if you do want to share your own personal sort of innovation story, innovation journey, please do uh, reach out, let us know. Uh, it'd be great to have you on as a guest uh, for our podcast. Uh, we'll wrap up by thanking our 81 guests for um, their views opinions and uh, insights uh, through the uh, Construction Big Breakfast uh, run. Uh, We all look forward to seeing what Innovation Deciphered look like and please do remember to uh, like and subscribe so that you do not miss out on what will be a uh, cracking um, podcast series all about innovation. Thank you very much. Let's see you you season four. Bye-bye now. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Construction Big Breakfast. Make sure to visit our website, www.invent.com, where you can subscribe to the Construction Big Breakfast on all platforms so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a positive rating. Or if you'd simply share it with a friend, that would help us out too. Be sure to tune in for our next episode.